My name is Savannah Ray, and this is the Radiant Podcast. You may have heard the popular phrase, beauty is only skin deep, or heard the song by India Ari with the lyrics, I am not my head, I am not my skin, I am the joy that lives within. (laughs) Y'all know that song. (laughs) If not, go look it up. I think we all know that we are much more than our outer appearance. But when a person doesn't know you, the only thing they can go off is how you look on the outside. I once heard a story about how a man and a woman met. The woman was in like her late 20s and the man was much older, like in his early 40s. But they were both grown adults, clearly. The woman was not initially attracted to the man and decided to set him up on a date with one of her older friends. The man and the woman's friend, they go out on a date, um, but it wasn't really, it wasn't a love connection. So the woman decides to give the man another chance because he did initially approach her, right? The rest is history, honestly. And it's my history to be exact because that's the story of how my parents met. (laughs) My mom saw an older, dark-skinned man with a big nose and immediately thought, no, nah, not my type, not for me. But had she let that stop her, she wouldn't have met the love of her life her future husband, and the father of her only child. I feel like we're conditioned to believing that when we meet our perfect match, sparks will fly, it'll be a feeling like no other, fireworks, just boom, boom, bam, all of this, like, all of these dramatic things. And most times, that is just not the case. This may be considered a controversial take or, like, an unpopular opinion, but growing to find someone who isn't your type like growing into finding them attractive isn't bad or a negative thing. When I say this, please y'all do not misinterpret me. I do not mean date someone that you deem ugly because that would not end well. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of, if y'all been through this personally, like, oh, he's not really my type, but you know, I'm gonna give him a chance Uh, and it doesn't go well. That's not necessarily what I mean. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm saying go outside of your type or what you feel like, you know, is ideal, ideal, but don't date someone who you just think is so unattractive. And I'm going to get deeper into that in a little bit. Don't date someone that you feel like is ugly, but you do want to step outside the box and give people who aren't your type a chance when it presents itself. So people can grow in attractiveness and become more attractive especially by doing things like catering to your love languages, treating you with respect, and just genuinely wanting to get to know you. If you are open to it, people really can grow on you. And I feel like that sounds so bad, like, oh, I didn't really find him attractive at first, but, you know, it kind of grew on me. And, I mean, I feel like that can happen. Not somebody, I'm going to keep saying that, because I don't want y'all to think that you just have to just date any old person but somebody that you normally wouldn't go for. Like, I feel like we all have a certain type or a certain aesthetic that we usually go for. So even if it's not that, you know, a person to a T, like I've said this before, I was just on a wave to where I would only date dark-skinned men. 
dark skin with a low cut, nice smile, you know, tall, dark and handsome. That was my type. But sometimes you have to step out of that. And actually, my first real boyfriend was like the complete opposite of that. That whole thing, the whole, all that description that it said, my first boyfriend was actually the opposite of that. And that was a really good growing relationship for me. So he wasn't ugly, you know, he wasn't ugly by any means. He wasn't necessarily my type. You know, sometimes you have to step outside of what you think is just so like, oh, he has to be this, this, that, 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 that whole list that you got mapped out. I'm not saying don't have any standards because I would never tell you to not have any standards. I'm just saying you might you might want to ease up a bit and just, you know, kind of see what's out there because you never know. It might what you really looking for might not even be in the package that you that you're thinking. So, you know, I got to hit you with the facts. According to a 2017 article by Psychology Today, physical attractiveness may serve as a gatekeeper directing us toward partners who are healthy, age-appropriate, and able to reproduce. And when we make real-life dating and mating decisions, research indicates physical appearance dominates. We choose to pursue relationships with those who are attractive to us. That's the facts, y'all. Straight facts, Fendi facts. While we're talking about this attractiveness, I do want to say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So someone may see me and like and say, "Oh, she's a ten. She's she's just beautiful to me." And someone else might see me and not think that way. They might think that I'm just not as cute. So beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and that's just the way that you gauge attractiveness. Because definitely, like with me and my friends. None of us have the same type of, of of dudes. I like dudes with like no hair. One of my friends, my one of my best friends, she likes dreadheads. Like we all like different type of style. We all like a different type of like me personally. I'm definitely a friend that's gonna date somebody older than one of my friends. She likes to date people. She I don't think she does it on purpose, but they usually are younger. You know what I'm saying? So. Everybody is just attracted to different things, so beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The study also found men, both gay and straight, seem to consciously recognize the importance of physical attractiveness more than women. However, experimental research, as well as evidence from online dating and speed dating, shows that physical attractiveness is equally important to men and women. Further, Attractiveness tends to be a more important factor in our dating decisions than traits like personality, education, and intelligence. And for me, I feel like we all like to say like, oh, just give me somebody funnier. Just give me somebody that's really smart. And I want a man that's this, that, and that. I don't, you know, just like people that go on Love is Blind, bless your heart. I feel like that show was made with some somewhat I mean it's a reality tv show but it was made with somewhat good intentions like okay what would happen if you don't see a person and you just get to know their personality well honey that stuff almost never ends up working out because physical attractiveness is important it is it may be so important to us because we associate other positive qualities with a pleasing appearance for example attractive individuals are expected to be happier and to have more rewarding life experiences than unattractive individuals. 
and later because I have some thoughts about that about people who are deemed like uh, people who are deemed attractive by the majority of folks not unconventional beauty conventional people who are conventionally attractive this tendency to associate attractiveness with positive qualities happens cross-culturally one reason we may not consciously realize the importance of physical attractiveness is that we don't necessarily want partners who are extremely attractive. We just want partners who are attractive enough. Now, this is what the study said. I didn't say it, but I was like, they are right with this because how many, I can't even count how many times I've seen a post that's like, man, I don't even want a dude that's that cute. I just want somebody medium ugly. And when I was in high school, I probably reposted that too. Like, yeah, give me somebody medium ugly. Who cares about these fine dudes? Like, you know, I just want somebody just a little bit cute, but a little bit ugly too. And honestly, now this is just my personal opinion. I feel like that is mean if you're you're trying to be in a romantic relationship with someone and you're considering them a little bit ugly. It could cause some that can cause some resentment, I feel like. Like, oh, you're medium ugly. Like, I I really look better than you. <laughs> Y'all have, I'm sure you've been or you've given somebody who you were like, oh, I don't like them at all. But I, for whatever reason, gave them a chance. And it can get kind of hard. And you will resent them a little bit because it's like, you know, you're not attracted to them. The point I really want to make clear is like, do not date somebody that you feel like is just ugly. But date someone that's outside of your norm. I hope y'all get it. I hope y'all got it. (laughs) So they say to interest us, then potential mates do not need to be exceptionally attractive, only moderately so. The research suggests that most of us, consciously or not, view a moderate level of physical attractiveness as a necessity, while a higher level may be a luxury. When we say that physical attractiveness is not important to us, we are likely referring to the luxury of exceptional attractiveness and not the necessity of a minimum level of attractiveness. When I read this, I said, oh my goodness, I have to let y'all know. That is so crazy that subconsciously, like when we're saying, oh, they don't, I want somebody medium ugly. We really mean like, okay, I realize I'm probably not going to be, I'm not going to be pulling a 10 out of 10, so I'll take basically what I can get. Like, as long as you're not but ugly, I'll take you. And that's so sad to me to go even deeper. How attractive is moderately attractive? We don't need to be supermodels to find a mate, but whom we consider to be moderately attractive varies from person to person. Like I said before, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Everyone knows that. So more attractive people tend to perceive fewer others as physically attractive, while less attractive individuals may consider a broader range of others appealing. And looking for someone who shares a similar level of physical attractiveness to your own can enhance your long-term relationship success. I feel like I learned this at an early age. I'm giving y'all some tea about my insecurities right here. Growing up, in the south as a black woman and people can say what y'all want but in the south as a black woman even though I was thin being thin is not the desired body type now y'all can say that thin is in and I feel like 
the most desirable part about being thin is the fact that we basically can wear a lot of clothes. Like we can wear pretty skimpy clothes without it being offensive because like nothing's hanging out. Like we don't see anything. <laughs> so I think that's what it's appealing to most people. But definitely in the environment that I grew up, being thin was not the desired body type. I grew up super insecure. I was super skinny. I'm still, you know, not the biggest person now. I was really insecure about that. And when I would be with friends who were, you know, thicker than me, more shapely than me, I would always feel down because the boys would want to talk to them. And I'm like, I get the little throwaway friend. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you're walking in a group of three, of three girls, and, you know, and it's three guys walking, okay, which one is the cutest, right? And the cutest always go to 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 your one of your other friends, and the second cutest go to your other friend. I'm like, dang, I got the ugly one. I ain't want the ugly one. <laughs> that is so horrible. But this is just like me in high school. Like I said, I learned this in high school. First of all, don't compare your, you can't compare yourself to others. I'm going on a whole tangent, y'all, but stay with me. You can't compare yourself to others. My friends that were shapely and stuff in high school, it's not like they just had it so easy. They had their own struggles as well, you know, with being over-sexualized, with only being wanted for their body. So the grass is not always greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. And to that point, I said, I had to realize that whatever man was for me was going to be for me. If a man was uh, coming towards me and attracted to me, then that's who was for me. That's when when they say who shares a similar level of physical attractiveness, like he's going to find me attractive and I'm going to find him attractive. doesn't really matter what the outside world has to think about it. You know what I mean? So that person that is for you is going to be attracted to you. It's not going to you're not going to have to change or do anything differently to get that attractiveness. So that's my tangent. That's my story. (laughs) But no matter our personal level of attractiveness or our partner's, As we get to know, like, and respect each other more, our attraction naturally grows and deepens. The longer we know each other, the less important physical attractiveness becomes to beginning and maintaining a long-term relationship. I honestly so have to agree with this because in times when I was dealing with someone that I wasn't necessarily attractive to, but like, oh, you you just sent me some money. Oh, you buy me some food and give me an outfit. Thank you. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Like the gifts or whatever. When someone is, <laughs> when someone starts doing something for you, they start to look a little bit more like, actually, you're not that bad looking. It's kind of cute. Oh, you're not as likely as I thought you was when I first saw you the first 10 times. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, if you really. Once you really start to get to know someone, I always feel like they look better to you. <laughs> they, it's what well, if it's in a positive way, and I'm also leading up to talking about that too. Because no matter how good somebody looks on the outside, if their inside doesn't match, they're honestly to me, you look worse. If even if you're a good looking person, if you don't treat people kind, if you don't treat people with respect, if you're just an ugly individual. To me, it makes sure it reflects on the outside and on the outside, you look ugly as well. Let's get straight into that, actually. Some of the prettiest people on the outside can have some of the ugliest spirits within, men and women both. He can seem handsome and put together, oh, he's tall, oh, he's tatted, oh, he got nice teeth, oh, his beard is so nice, oh, he's 6'2", 
oh he got them locks some dress that i like oh he got the waves oh he got that the pretty eyes oh he just look like he smell good all of that yeah they look so good on the outside but inside be fighting demons mm, let's talk about it one of my most i feel like he was one of my most conventionally attractive partners he was really tall tattoos all of that stuff that people like like bam bam thank you ma'am like ooh, smitten when i tell you <laughs> that was just i was i've never been so un i have been more uncomfortable but i was very so uncomfortable in that situation like he had really bad anger issues so just because somebody is handsome or like oh he looked cute his body looked nice he got them abs he got them you know what i'm saying got the body yada yada got the muscles just because he looks good physically doesn't mean that he's all the way there mentally sometimes too they might look good but they might be a little you know all the way not all the way there did you graduate high school sweetie and there's no shade no tea but like did you because all right now <laughs> So sometimes you don't know the person that you're putting on that that pedestal that you're lusting after. Like, ooh, he just looks so good. Sometimes you just need to keep it at that lust because actually pursuing something with that person, you find out find out the reason why they always single, why they always alone. And you know good-looking men be hoes. You know they be out here thotting and bopping. Y'all know that. <laughs> you never know what somebody is going through behind closed doors. In my opinion, people who are seen as attractive to the majority of the population can sometimes kind of float in life. Since people want to be liked by them and want to be around them and want to be associated with them, no one is real with them or checks them on habits and nasty behaviors. And they never feel the need to dig deeper because they they just everybody kiss they kiss they behind so much <laughs> that they never feel the need to self-reflect. So being handsome or pretty is not the end all be all. Don't feel like you're less than because you don't feel like you're as pretty as somebody who is uplifted in public because you never know what somebody is going on behind closed doors. I remember just feeling like I wanted someone else's life, but you don't know what they, you know, it, it, you can't go based off social media. You can't go based off of the little things that you see because people put very even if they post on instagram every day post on a story every hour it still wouldn't be their whole story you know their whole life line so don't compare yourself at all really don't compare yourself too much don't compare yourself at all <laughs> so as we wrap things up just imagine this imagine your dream partner inside and out he has a look that you want. He's caring. He's kind. He just has the pool package. 10 out of 10. Perfecto. And he spots you from far away. As they examine you, they decide not to approach you because your nose was too big. Or you were too short. Or your shoulders were too broad. Or whatever other things that are, make us unique that sometimes people just attack us for you know i have this big old rihanna forehead too what a, you know what i'm saying like <laughs> just whatever it is we all have our own insecurities or things that we want to change about ourselves or we have thought about changing about ourselves or that we've gotten bullied for or whatever we all have those things 
those first of all, those things are what make us unique. And I I, I gotta quote Jermaine, no such thing as a life that's better than yours. Y'all are getting a whole concert this episode. <laughs> now, I'm not saying don't have standards. Like I said before, I would never tell y'all to not have standards. It's okay to want certain things. But what I am saying is ease up on your physical checklist because it really isn't everything. Beauty is only skin deep. What lies beneath the surface is what makes connections more worthwhile. And also, like I said, the more you spend time with somebody, if they're really sweet, really genuine, really respectful, that ups them in attractiveness, to me at least. And from the studies, it says, you know, that attractiveness will go up for you. My mom definitely said that happened with her and my dad as well. <laughs> so just if you want a real life example. But yeah, you guys, I am... <laughs> I'm trying to get ahead with the podcast. I really wanted to have, I really want to have it out on Mondays every week, but it is giving Tuesday this week, but I did not want to skip a week. I don't want to miss, I don't want to, I don't want to skip any weeks until I'm done with this season. So it will be 10 episodes this season. We're on episode four. I just want to thank everybody who listens to the whole episode. I hope that y'all are getting something from this. We can add voice messages to the episode. So I'm thinking about, you know, opening it up to you, to you all, because y'all be having something to say in my DMs. So um, I'm just really excited about where this can go. I want to stay consistent. We almost halfway through the season. And next season, I definitely, when I take my break, I'm going to be working, working, working on more content for you all because I have a lot to say and I feel like you all have some stuff that you want to you need to hear thank you for listening to the radiant podcast if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and share this episode with someone who needs to hear it 